You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, welcome into Bare Bones. I am your host, Danny Meehan, and joining is one of the other regular panel hostess, and that's Kyrie Thompson. Mason is off in Mickey land with his lovely wife. and Living it up. Yeah, and I guess it's your and my turn to kind of chop it up on the Bears and preview the upcoming game. Yo, your head is getting bigger by the second. (laughs) I got a dog coming up to me right now wanting attention. Okay, you know what? That's fair points. I mean, that's why I I kept the door to this room shut because, you know, one of my cats, at least I got two cats, and one of them would definitely come (laughs) busting in here just to like be involved with the show. And it's like, bro, like, do you even watch film? (laughs) But do you even football dog? (laughs) Yeah. Except he's not even a dog. So he's like, no, I don't. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) it's great. Great to be on here with you. man. This is the first solo show we've done, you know, because we've done a couple of bare bones Mm -hmm. episodes. um, You, you, me and Mason. And, uh, you know, now that I'm doing the the show more regularly, you know, we're going to yeah. be having more opportunities like this. And basically, no Mason means, you know, we, we just we just get to turn this into whatever we want. We're just well, dad's away. Head. Yeah, da- dad's dad's gone. So The kids are taking can, over and it's it's yeah, going to get weird. The uh, the inmates are running the asylum, as it were. Oh, that's a that's a deep cut or a semi deep cut. It's a medium semi deep cut. cut medium cut it's a it's a good it's a solid cut (laughs) but we got some some interesting stuff to talk about especially with um everything that went on this past week with the bears and tyson bajan and basically how they looked against a completely unserious football team that is the las vegas raiders um so i guess let's start we'll we'll keep true to the format the knee-jerk reaction is here except the doctor is gone. So what was your knee-jerk reaction coming out of that game there, Kyrie? My knee-jerk reaction is this is a different Bears team than the one that we saw for the first three weeks of the season. You can talk about quality of opponent. I can that I could definitely understand that, especially if you want to talk about the opponent they played in week three, which is quite possibly the best team in football and the Kansas city chiefs utterly humiliated the Chicago bears, but there's a clear (laughs) delineation in the way that the bears have performed from weeks one to three to weeks four through seven. You can, you can check it out in terms of EPA per play. I mean, they're, they've been a top 10 defense in the league the last two weeks. Now that that's, is that not weird? Actually, no, that that, is, that, that's three. The last three weeks, the last three yeah, weeks, three. they have been a top 10 defense in the league. They have been. And, you know, as much as it may be gut wrenching or kind of vomit inducing to say it, some of the credit goes to Matt Eberflus, right? 
I think a lot of it has to go to him. And and it, it's it's a weird thing to say, but <laughs> once the guy realized that you can rush more than four guys at a time and that you can, when you do that, you can tell your corners, hey, um, I don't know if you can do this, but you can just guard that guy and then you can guard that guy. And, and I guess we'll see how it works. And once he figured out that part of the equation, what do you know? The Chicago Bears defense started looking decent. And, and the thing is, they've been a good run defense. I, I think they I saw have a, been. I saw they, a they've been one of the best run defenses in yards yards allowed per rush the entire league. It's I, I saw something season. I saw something like, earlier that blew my mind that apparently the Chicago Bears have allowed an average per game or like an average of 68 yards before contact. Just. Which, which which is, I mean, that means that you're not getting anywhere running the football on this team. It's been all about these third and longs. Again, it was all about the third and longs or the third downs. They just, just giving them away. And, and I think that once Matt Eberflus realized that you can heat quarterbacks up and, and that can work as a strategy, all of a sudden, you know, this defense looks a little scarier. Like, and in particular, I want to highlight two guys. I mean, so Jalen Johnson obviously looked great this last game. Um, Tyreek Stevenson, I think, continues to 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 improve. I want to highlight the linebackers. We were asking what the hell these linebackers have been doing mm-hmm. this season. TJ Edwards has been a monstrosity coming after the quarterback, just always around the football. And, and Tremaine Edmonds has picks in back-to-back weeks. Amazing. Like it's it's like a night and day difference, right? Like everything looks like TJ Edwards was racking up a lot of tackle totals, but it almost felt like drinking beer where he's just getting all it's just a bunch of empty calories. But now it's like the tackles are they feel more meaningful. You're seeing him meet these players as they come through the line or as they are and he's reading his keys, he's coming down hard and pause. Um just everything seems better about this defense. But I guess we also have to factor in the quality of opponent mm-hmm. as well, because I don't know what the hell that Kevin O'Connell offensive game plan was a couple weeks ago. And I don't know like what Josh, like I use the term unserious like almost as a joke, but they are like, there's nothing serious about this Raiders team except and I mean, for they had Brian Hoyer. they had brian hoyer starting at quarterback now i'll say this <sighs> I, i'll say this about that's the Bears record holder brian hoyer to you mr yes. man that, that that that's right uh how dare i disrespect bears legend brian hoyer listen that year <laughs> that year was the Good first God. year when, when bright that year 2016 that was the first year that i covered the bears so I went down to training camp that year. I went to a couple of practices. That was the last Jay Cutler year and what have you. For a couple of things I remember from that year, aside from Brian Hoyer having his three or four game stretch where he was going crazy. And we were having this exact conversation of, yeah, great. Brian Hoyer is wonderful, but uh, Jay Cutler's your starting quarterback when he comes back. We're not talking. This is not a serious discussion. Mm-hmm. I remember going to training camp and watching them play. First of all, I knew Jordan Howard was the best running back on the team. Just two days of watching it. I called that. It was apparent very early. I feel good about that. Way to go, Kyrie. Um, 
<laughs> Brian Hoyer patting the football sounded like a freaking gunshot, like on the football. Oh God! I, I mean, like like he he pats the ball so freaking hard. Like it 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 sounds like like you got hurt. Like are you hurting your hand doing that? It sounds like it sounds like you're smacking like a like a brick. Show me on this anatomically correct football where the football hurt you. I mean, and then and then I also remember in like the fourth preseason game, which is like I think right after that was when they randomly picked up uh, like Josh Sitton or something like that, and they just like scooped him up off the scrap heap or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and, after, the, after the Packers released him, yeah, after yeah, the Packers released casualty. him, they, they just they just threw him on the team uh, right quick, and uh, he threw an interception in the fourth preseason game, where it was almost like the one he just threw to Jalen this last Sunday, where he throw he throws an outbreaking route that hangs up in the air. He knew it was bad the moment he threw it, and he was like. <laughs> Like on the broadcast, you could hear him <laughs> screaming in the microphone as he lets it go because he knew it was about to get pick six. That's what I remember about Brian Hoyer. And it's funny because I've been a Patriots beat reporter past couple of years when Brian Hoyer has been on the Patriots. <laughs> I brought that up to him like, hey, I remember when you were with the Chicago Bears and, and like you had to fill in for Jay Cutler. And last time you played the Packers, uh, you know, <laughs> You got hurt. And he was like, ha ha ha. Thanks for reminding me. And then he gets a concussion against the Packers last year when he was actually kind of playing really well. Um, and it's so like, what you're yeah, saying I is just... you ruined Brian Hoyer's career. I did. That's what I I'm did. getting. That's what I'm getting out of this. It was all my but fault. I, well, before we do, go way too back into the wave back machine, let's, I guess, talk about the toast of the town, I guess. I mean, you knew this was we... coming. Yeah, it's it, yeah, and I, I make fun of it because I live in one of these neighborhoods. I live in Edison Park. I don't like sit here and defend the area of which I live. But Tyson Bajan was fine. Yep. There, and that's not a bad thing for a Division two rookie from Shepherd University to come in and be fine. But people, the way we're talking about him, it's like. Did Jesus Christ and football cleats just show up? It's like, we found our guy. It's like, and again, this is something I wrote about on, on the website, on the Windy City Gridiron, that I literally, I mean, okay, in addition <laughs> to all the times we watched this movie with the Bears, I watched this in real time last year covering the New England Patriots and Matt Jones gets hurt week three. And you go to Bailey Zappi in week four after Brian Hoyer gets hurt. And he comes in and, and doesn't completely wet the bed. And then everybody's like, oh, yeah, look at that Bailey Zappi. And then he goes and he goes and beats the Detroit Lions in in uh, in week five at home. And everybody's like, oh, look at Bailey Zappi. He looks so poised in the pocket. And <laughs> wow, look at the way he runs the offense. It looks so much smoother than when Mac ran it. And then you had people coming out the woodwork talking, oh, yeah, like I knew Bailey Zappi was better than Mac Jones even in training camp. And I'm like, I watched all them training camp practices, and I don't know what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> but again, I, 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 yes, he did well for a rookie who was not supposed to be playing, but you had to take in certain things into account. Number one, when it came to when, when, it, when it came to Zappi, he had one touchdown pass and and they and led like five field goal drives. A whole bunch of drives stalled out. 
and they got like seven points off a of pick six. So yeah, the, it, it's like, oh, Bailey Zappi put up 29 points on the on the Lions. Like, no, he didn't. Um, also, the Patriots defense humiliated Jared Goff that day. Oh my God. It, it looked like the Super Bowl again from a couple of years ago. Oh, no. And that's what it kind of reminded me of watching Tyson Bajip for an undrafted rookie. D2 from Shepherd University. That's a great performance. A great performance for a guy making his first NFL start. Mm -hmm. But they didn't ask him to, they didn't ask him to be a starting NFL quarterback. And and I know that guys are thinking, yeah, you know, there was more in the game plan, but you know, we just didn't put it in there. It's like, okay, which kudos to the Bears. They realized they didn't have to do that. Because the running game was just straight obliterating the Raiders. They were just they were just, yep. just just running it all up and down and all around. But the thing is, they didn't ask Tyson Bajant to do what an NFL starting quarterback they would do. They just basically asked him not to screw it up. And he didn't. Now he had like two throws that I would say, like, all right, okay. Right? The third down conversion, and he had a good rollout throw to DJ Moore, and the rest of it was like check down. Check down, scramble, the, check down, had, screen, screen, yeah. you know, quick the hitting. One long, the long error for his standards, the throw to Tyler Scott up the sideline or he was coming across the middle. But that, that that's a nice throw, but it's a throw an NFL quarterback should make, you know, like and some would point out to you like, well, Justin Fields doesn't make that throw. <laughs> whatever oh for the love of god it's not tyson bajan's performance and justin field's performance have i'm just trying to, to piss do. you off oh i know it's I, it, and it's going to work because it's, it's a touchy subject oh i'm i'm in, <laughs> i'm instigating like like an mf right now yeah i can tell it's you just gotta get you want you want to put me on my soapbox and i'm not doing it today we're not doing this today Kyrie. we're not doing it we got the bulls coming back tonight to make me mad that that will put me on my soapbox too we're not doing this right now are you sure are you sure we don't want to do this i'm sorry i'm also looking at the chat right now and if you if you know anything about the chats that we're in and you know the person you know what just happened you know that i'm 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 thinking that i want to i want to say something i'm gonna I'm back off that real fast I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna leave i'm gonna let it be um but i think look it's have perspective tyson bajan did great at what he was asked to do okay yeah. I, I, I absolutely respect it. And they got the win with him playing within the system. Good stuff. I am. I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, at the same time, as Jalen Johnson said on 670, the score, and as pretty much any other Bears player would probably tell you, there's no quarterback controversy here. Everybody knows who the, who the, who the better player at the position is. And I, again, there are certain things that Tyson Bajan does that you could say like, man, I kind of wish Justin Fields would do that. But there were, there were a number of big plays that were not even attempted by Tyson Bajan because it was his first NFL start because he's an undrafted rookie who's trying not to screw up. And, and because he literally can't do other things, they had to bring in Nathan Peterman to throw a Hail Mary because Tyson Bajant literally can't throw it that far. 
but 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 hey, he 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 threw the ball like fifty nine miles an hour at the combine in I shorts with nobody care. around. I don't care. <laughs> I don't oh my care. god! See, this was a this was a mistake. This, this was we, a mistake. Okay, let's on move the other on. Side we're, of this we're, camera. We're, we're past on the knee jerk. Let's go cover up the in, cover the uh, injury. So. For those who obviously follow along with the show, we normally record live on Thursdays. This is a bare bones, bare bones. We're Kyrie and I are doing this the old school way. We're recording over Zoom, and it's a Wednesday night. And I've got the the week eight injury report for Bears Chargers, which God, the world definitely needs to see this game in prime time, don't they, Kyrie? Oh yeah, um, I'm so I'm uh, so glad that the NFL refused to flex this game. Re- actively so, refused to flex the game. The NBC wanted to get that game up out of there, and the NFL was like, no, we need some Tyson Bajan versus Justin Herbert. Got it. Oh, whatever. Here we go. So in front of me, I've got the, the Chargers injury report. Eckler was full go. Everett was did not participate. Uh, Aldi Gimmon, Gilman, limited. Justin Herbert, full. Jalen Guyton, limited. Uh, Khalil Mack was on arrest, and really the only other couple names on there worth mentioning are near the bottom with Joshua Palmer, a, a DNP, Trey Pipkins limited, and Rayshon Slater full go with his shoulder. I mean, it looks like all the important guys are going to be playing. Mack was only was on a rest day, which is yep. what accomplished veterans get. Yep. I mean, hell, Mar- Mercedes Lewis gets it every week. Anything on there really of note to you, Kyrie, or is it kind of just like, yeah, it's it's a middle of the week practice. Yeah, basically. And I think that tomorrow, uh, being Thursday, will be an uh, perhaps more telling for both sides mm-hmm. of the equation. But yeah, as as it stands, I mean, I think you know Gerald Everett maybe is 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 of some interest, but even without Everett, they've got plenty of weapons. They got plenty of guys yes. to throw the football to. All right. And then to cover the Bears, uh, Brisker was a DNP today with an illness. Nate Davis, again, a DNP. It doesn't sound like he's going to be playing at all this week with that high ankle sprain still yeah. bugging him. Um, the major trade acquisition, Dan Feeney, limited with his knee. Justin Fields, right thumb. Expect him to be out another few weeks while the swelling goes down and they evaluate if he needs surgery. Eddie Jackson was limited with his foot. Roshan Johnson was a full participant, meaning he came back and cleared concussion protocol, which is pretty big news. But my guy went nuts this weekend, and I am basking in that a little bit. Um, Braxton Jones was limited on his neck. Khalid Kareem, you know, the, the, the massive waiver wire pickup, full participant, yay. Terrell Smith was out with an illness, and Darnell Wright with his shoulder and toe did not participate. Um, the Darnell Wright one, should he continue DNPing, would be concerning if he doesn't play, considering even with his shoulder this past week, I thought he played really well. The guy's a warrior. There's no way around it. No matter how badly I wanted Jalen Carter, I'm not going to, like, no, yeah, I'm not going to bag on Darnell Wright. The guy, he's playing well as a rookie. They're leaving him on an island more than any other rookie tackle in the league. Yes. He's performing well, and he's battling. The guy's a warrior, and you know, credit to him. And with one arm, I mean, that guy mm-hmm. is strong enough to throw Max Crosby like across the field, basically, in, in, in the run game. That when I saw that snap, that was wild. Um, and I I think if there's anything you can feel good about, 
regardless of what happens with the quarterback position or guys potentially getting traded or what have you, I, I don't know what, what could happen, but mm-hmm. that's a building block for the future. That's a good player. He's a dog. He's a, he, he's, he, he, he's like you said, he's a warrior. So mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how Darnell Wright progresses as a player in terms of his injury. This creates an issue because you've already moved you already made some moves here. You moved mm-hmm. Tevin Jenkins from from left to right guard, which I think a lot of people were hating on pretty hard. Um, I definitely don't love it, but he played well. Um, and then you've got Lucas Patrick at center, Cody Whitehair left guard. Going to be really interesting to see what they end up, you know whether what? or not Braxton, Braxton Jones can play, because then I think you've got some questions about who should play right tackle. I, you know what? I just want to touch on it. Cody Whitehair was awful against the Vikings. No two ways about it. Yeah. He had a he had a nice rebound game this past weekend against the, the Raiders, where he was a respectable offensive lineman again. I thought he didn't get his lunch absolutely snatched from him. So. Yeah. Yes, and it's like that's all we're <laughs> asking for. Don't look abysmal. Um, I, Be I think, less garbage. <laughs> I think the wild card in this. I mean, so obviously the, the wild card in this is going to be can Braxton Jones play? If he can't, I would propose something to you. Instead of having Aviante Collins play right tackle, maybe you ask Jatiree Carter to do it. He stepped in a little bit at right tackle already this year. Mm-hmm. And I think I probably trust him more as a player than Collins. Obviously, that's not a situation I want to see. But I think that I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bears maybe go that direction versus trying to go with Collins and bore him at at left tackle. Again, if you're talking about best five, that might be the play. Yeah, that could be the play. I don't see why not, but... I still am holding on hope at some point we're going to see Jatiri play center because I heard I remember hearing about it that they were kind of working him in during OTAs in camp. Yeah. And it still just hasn't happened. They just apparently refuse to play anyone that isn't Lucas Patrick or or um Cody, Cody White. Whitehair at center. Like we don't even get Dan Feeney's been hurt since he's gotten here, it seems like. And maybe we see Doug Kramer if that does anything for us, but Ugh, no, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Right. Moving on. Let's let's kind of look at this from the Chargers perspective. When you're if you're the Chargers, what are you looking at coming into this game against the daunting Chicago Bears offense led by one Tyson Bajan? I am thinking I want to stop the run. And I want to put oh, really? and I want to put like eight, nine people in the box. This feels like it's setting up for Khalil Mack to just eat everyone's lunch this weekend. I mean, think about it. If if Mack, <laughs> just here's, I, okay, okay. Here's I got I got I got to look at something. I got to look at where <laughs> I got to look at where they both tend to line up. Um, because, I, well, okay. Neither neither matchup is one that you want. You don't want to see Khalil Mack going up against either Larry Borum or whatever they decide to do at right tackle, whether it's one arm Darnell White, you know, Darnell Wright or 
or or somebody else. But but I'm I'm curious about this. So so let let's see by by alignment here. Where does our guy Khalil Mack typically line up on Pro Football Focus right now? Let's see what's up. So he typically lines up. He does okay. He he actually splits the difference almost evenly between being so wherever he decides he wants to exploit you, he's just going to go line up over there. Yes. So basically, you're you're going to know where he thinks he's going to take advantage of you (laughs) based on where he lines up, and in in. I have I'm a just, feeling just, he, I can't he's just going right to destroy now. Larry Borum. He's just going to eat. He's just going to eat him up all day long. It's going to well, be great. Well, I mean, he he might destroy Larry Borum, or he just might destroy whomever's on the other side. I mean, who knows? Um, I mean, that that's so much more comforting, right? Um, but but then there's also like the Joey Bosa of it all, where that's, like, that, that, that's a problem too. Just, yes. you know, small problem. I mean, yeah, you know what. Just, just a little, little matter of like a you know top. I mean, when, especially when healthy, like top defense. And it's and, and it's and it sounds like Derwin James is going to be healthy too, which you know, sorry about your luck, kind of thing. Like, all right, it's just it's not shaping up very well. And so and so, yeah, it, I think that I mean, when they're um, both playing, Bosa is also kind of a guy that goes wherever. Um, so he he's been on a little bit of a little bit of a snap count i i feel like the or you know a pitch count the last couple of weeks yeah um so 30 snaps in week six 40 in week seven so he might be ramping up but i mean he spends most of his time on the defense's left side which would put him over the right side uh of the offense but again he's kind of a guy that also will line up wherever so i don't think you're getting a whole lot of reprieve no matter what you're doing so i i will say this I think you you got to run the football. You you that's got to be the the first and last thing that you decide to do. And when that fails, you just get the ball out of your hands as quickly as possible. <laughs> just hot hot so, potato that because I mean that's that's basically what Tyson Bajant has been doing. Just just literally like, oh yeah, I got the snap. I don't want this. DJ two Moore point, two point one depth of target. Average yes, two two point one air yards per attempt. The funny okay. thing is that because of the scrambles that that Bajit had, his time to throw was actually like two point eight. So it wasn't necessarily short because there was a lot of just bailing out of the pocket and a couple of times like yeah, there was there was the at pocket. least three or four snaps that I can count where he he where if we're gonna crucify Justin for bailing out of pocket he shouldn't bail on, Tyson did the same thing, it, yeah. it, and and it's to be expected. You're willing to forgive that because of, again, like he's playing his first, his first NFL start. You're fine with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, first NFL start. I, I have a bad feeling, man. If I'm Brandon Staley, I am just loading the box, jamming the receivers, and just like, make a play, kid. Make a play. I mean, again, essentially, I'm kind of of the mind of – DJ Moore down there somewhere. I don't care if he's at the line of scrimmage or if he's down there somewhere. Just, just where are you at? And throw it that way. Because I feel like if there's one thing about if there's one thing about the Chargers, their secondary sucks. So, They're awful. They for like those listening, Kyrie over the wants past to couple just of weeks, be... they are they are so far and away one of the worst secondaries in, in football that 
if you can just they, get past the part they, where Khalil Mack is trying to kill JC you, Jackson, all that money, and he's just like not playable. Oh, he's a patriot again. Yeah, like that, that went really well. Awesome. So, so, so I think, I think again, basically, it's like okay, if the thing that you fear the most is Khalil Mack or Joey Bosa annihilating your quarterback, don't allow them the chance to annihilate your quarterback. Okay, get the ball out on the perimeter, and I think right. that's one thing that Tyson Bajent you know, might do a little bit better at this point perhaps than than a Justin Fields would because he's just literally getting the ball and Luke Getze told him to throw it over there and that's what he's going to do. Yeah, so from what I'm taking out of this is all game, Kyrie wants Tyson Bajan to just be throwing throwing his 2 a.m. you up texts to DJ Moore and just yeet those out there all game long. <laughs> I mean, have you – I mean, I know you saw the efficiency numbers for DJ Moore. DJ Moore is ridiculous. And and how like how... <laughs> there is a graph out there where it's like uh like, like DJ Moore's like target percentage and efficiency when targeted. And you're just like, you see the cluster of players in in like the middle and all that stuff. Middle. And it's like, and where's DJ, DJ Moore? Moore? <laughs> and DJ Moore is so far in the top right corner, like above everybody else that you're like oh okay uh we're not used to having a chicago bears receiver be good in 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 that way and and it's just literally like here's the thing and and not to you know tangent too hard off of this but i feel like it's a point that needs to be made when you look at efficiency justin fields there are pockets of his game that have definitely improved his his quick game has actually improved in terms of production. He's still one of the best deep ball throwers in football when he throws the football. His his biggest issue is holding onto the ball. And for whatever reason, something he was really good at, the, the medium to long game, like the medium short, medium long game, he's completely lost that. I don't know what happened. I'm not sure if it's like a, a trust thing or if he's, I think just it is. like, or I, that, that, or it's like, is it the feeling ghost thing? Like he just doesn't feel he can rip these throws because he's just feeling things that aren't there, which it's, that shows up as well. It's interesting because I mean, weeks, it, it wasn't necessarily that there were a ton of intermediate throws, but weeks four and five, like he was ripping everything. Right. Yeah. And and yeah. he was throwing the ball out about, he was, he was just getting rid of the football. It was like a totally dis- different Justin Fields than what we saw in week three. And then you get him against the blitz. And basically, I, I I really do feel like it is a trust thing. And it is a playing to your strengths thing where they were like, okay, Justin, we don't got time for all that downfield stuff you like to do. It's all got to be quick game. It's all got to be one, two, three ball out or one step ball out. And he's like, yeah, but I don't want to throw the ball to Kari Blossom game. <laughs> You mean I got to throw the ball to Mercedes Lewis? And, and, Why? And I, I think it's like you could see it almost in real time. It's like, I don't want to do this, man. And then he's getting hit. And it's like, Justin, <laughs> it, 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 that's the interesting thing, man, because I feel like I, I, I said this the other day. You don't see a whole lot of throws where it's like, what the hell, Justin? Where, where it's like you just throw, you're just yeeting the ball into double or triple coverage. And you're like, what are you doing? But you see a whole lot of non-throws where you're like, what the hell, Justin? 
Yeah, like, dude, just rip it or get rid of it. Throw the football. Because when he throws the football, good things happen. Things so happen. Yep. I, I, you I know just... what? It's one of those things that I kind of feel – I've been just – I I will – Mason and I have kind of made the saying, like, first to the party, last to the funeral kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I've just come to terms with it. The Justin Field era is in hospice, and it sucks. Like, yeah. And and what's going to happen is, and just because it's the Bears, he's going to get traded to Atlanta or something for like a fifth round pick, and he Arthur Smith's going to do what he does well and play to his strength, and he's going to have some sort of renaissance and, and rekindling of his career somewhere else. He deserves it, in, in my he opinion. He, 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 he deserves he deserves it, that but... because the Bears haven't given it to him. And yeah, you uh, could you could obviously say, look, you gotta you gotta play with the circumstances that you're in. Um, and there are certain things that you know he's just got to get better at, and he's got to progress at. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't think any of us would look at what the Bears have done for Justin Fields and say, oh yeah, they totally built this team around him and built to his strengths. They basically spent all last year being like. Um, well, basically if you die, you die. Uh, but if you manage to survive, we <laughs> might not spend the number one overall pick on a quarterback. Maybe we'll see about Maybe that. we'll, we'll and, think about and it. And he outplayed it to his credit. And then basically they were like, okay, let's give you DJ Moore, which is obviously very good. But then let's basically now ask you to be Andy Dalton, you know? So it's like, we're back to square one. Yeah. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. That just makes no sense to me. And and it was the same thing like last week watching Tyson. Like the, the passing concepts were what Getsy wanted to do. He wants the it like I almost like think like the way Mike McCarthy wants to live in his passing game is how Luke Getze wants to live in his passing, like almost through a pinhole, like death by a thousand paper cuts. We are gonna just nickel and dime you to death. The the different the difference was though Matt Nagy had Justin Fields playing with some anticipation. Yeah, but I mean the ru- the running game though with Foreman and even Darrington Evans is like you you forget about him he is like a decent running back like he came in there in a solid few runs where where were these running concepts before like why like why were they so like why did they scrap what was working last year bring it back kind of scrap it again 
and then Justin gets hurt, and here it is again. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the jarring thing because, you know, yeah, I think, as you said, uh, the Justin Fields era is basically on life support, and I don't really see how many ways in which he could rescue this operation at this point because, I mean, even if you play yourself out of the uh, number two pick, you're going to get the number one overall pick from the Panthers <laughs> at this point, um, unless something miraculous happens and they randomly become good. And it doesn't look like that's going to happen. And the thing is like, if you play yourself out of a top five consideration, then it means you might actually, that means your quarterback might actually be decent. So you, but is decent good enough to not spend the number one overall pick on a quarterback? And I just don't think that's the case. Nope. Um, and I, I think it's just, unfortunate to to kind of look back on on what was so jarring watching him play so well in weeks four and five with an opponent like you could say strength of opponent or whatever it's not the vikings are great it's not like they're world beaters either but they just do the thing that justin Fields struggles with the most justin fields could have beat the raiders too right yes there's no reason there's no reason justin fields wouldn't have beaten the raiders and and maybe looked even better doing it, and then maybe we're we're having a slightly different conversation. Same but I, I still think that you know this team has started maybe to figure out a little bit of its identity. But I just don't know that Justin Fields uh, is is necessarily part of it. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Um, so let's I guess move along because we could spend forever on this but you know on this subject but we got to get out of here in like 10 minutes (laughs) all right so we'll we'll move on to to be a perfectly honest so something just real honest we thought i think about this coming game um the for me it's just how crucial the running game is to putting points up deontay foreman was a revelation this past week and it set up a lot for for the offense in terms of like being able to do play action getting even getting him involved in the in the short passing game where he scored a touchdown off of it. Um, frankly, I just I love that style of running back. These like barbarian workhorse runners who are just gonna runs with hatred. Their, yeah, just, like they're just set on absolute fire. Like just I don't care that you're in my way. I'm going to throw my body directly into you. I don't even <laughs> care if I'm in bounds. I don't, I don't care. Exactly. Um, so what was your honest assessment of this, uh, upcoming game? That as much as I want to believe that the Chicago bears might've found something and that it is perhaps more winnable than we thought that the the chargers are going to force Tyson Bagent to be more than what he was this past week. And I think that maybe there's a little bit more in there than just throw the ball two yards past the line of scrimmage, but I don't know that there's enough in there to win this football game. I feel like I'm just having a hard time talking myself into it. I will be perfectly fine seeing Tyson Bagent play a decent ball game. I got nothing against the kid. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that. It's hard to talk yourself into the Bears winning this because it sounds illogical. That said, that said, I think that you've got a team that has lost its last two games in the Chargers in just 
weird ways. And, and Brandon Staley is clearly just cooked. It, cooked. Yeah, I, I liked Staley as a coach. I thought, especially with his use of metrics and and really just going for it all the time. And even so, you look at the fourth down stuff and the rates, and he's still highly effective at that, probably because he's one of the only coaches who just goes for it so often and he just doesn't care. Like, because, well, the numbers say it's going to work more often than not. I'm just going to keep doing it. Yes. Like, but I mean, you've got just, Justin Herbert. You should. You should although go. Justin Herbert, by, for, by Justin Herbert's standards, he's gone backwards a little bit. And I'm adjusting. Yeah. Like, that was in, in that draft class. I remember getting into it in the aforementioned chat you mentioned earlier. He was my QB1 in that draft class. I liked him more than Burrow because of the things he physically can do that Burrow just will never be able to fantasize about doing. Yeah. Like, Justin Herbert's a robot built to play football. But regardless, um, I guess we'll move on to the concussed corner. Uh, what was the decision you saw that um, made you go, huh? <laughs> um, early in the game where it was like, we're going to ask Deontay Foreman to catch the ball and Darrington Evans to run the ball. And it's like, don't you want to switch those? Um, a little bit. Yeah, I mean to give to give you know them credit later on though. I mean, um, you know Deontay Foreman made some plays in the passing game in addition to running like a freaking maniac, and then yeah. Darrington Evans ran the ball well too. I mean, so I, I again I think that it all worked out. But early in the game, you're just kind of like, so this is what you wanted to do in your first drive: Darrington Evans run the ball for basically nothing, and then <laughs> then Deontay Foreman drops a check down. I don't like it. Um, I question this, sir. Oh God! How about you? What what were you thinking? The the thing I just came back to it. It was really like what didn't happen the week against the Vikings to now. Like, what? Why did the running game that you you called that worked so well during the during the stretch where you led the league in scoring last year disappear to start the season, reappear, disappear again, and then Tyson Bajan comes in and you start calling the stuff that works. Like, I, I just, it feels like it's just so weird. Like, it's like almost like every week after Sunday, Luke Getze gets his slate wiped clean and forgets what works and what doesn't, and he has to learn it all again. It's like, uh, it, what was the 50? It's like the 51st dates and Drew Barrymore in that movie. Like, just, well, she, she's wiped clean every morning. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of in, in a way is, Again, the team that I've spent a bunch of time covering, the New England Patriots, who have often classified themselves as a game plan team. So there is no specific thing that they go to every single time, like a like a Sean McVay. You know that they are just going to spam like outside zones and then boot play action off of it, and and they're and they're going to do it over and over and, and over, over again and while over they set up different concepts off of that that are that are going to get you tripping that are going to get you off balance whereas they're just like okay we're going to game plan specifically to beat this team which <laughs> tells me two things number one either you or may, maybe it's sometimes both maybe it can be a both and but i look at it sometimes either or either you don't think you have the horses to just straight up have a thing that you go back to every single time. Or number two, you just think you're going to outsmart everybody. 
by not doing the same thing every time. Oh yeah, you can't get ready for this. It's like if I if I go ahead and have Cole Komet do the stupid quarterback sneak, it's like outlaw that play. <laughs> oh, I hate that play so much. I I hate it really <laughs> really bad. So but but much. that but that's the kind of thing that I that I think of. It's you get guys sometimes that they want to outsmart you by switching it up constantly. But you know what that does when you're switching it up constantly? It puts more on your players and it doesn't allow them to get comfortable. Look at that. You had two weeks of of telling Justin Fields, take deep shots. Let's go. And then, yeah, I get it. Blitz heavy team against the Vikings, what have you. But then you're not going to do any of it. Nope. None of it. None of it. And I, I, anytime he's mentioned in the show, I just got Brian Flores is like my absolute favorite defensive play caller because he does not give a shit. It's great. <laughs> he will throw things out there that are just like completely ridiculous. But moving on, I just, I have to profess my Brian Flores love anytime he gets mentioned. I hear. Um, uh, so love it, hate it, rehabilitate it. So uh, matchup we hate, matchup we love, matchup we'd like to kind of change up or something about the teams itself that we would like to change up in the process. Um, the love it, we kind of touched on it, I think, earlier, Kyrie, because the one I initially went to was DJ Moore against the secondary. He It should be like a high schooler playing football against toddlers in theory, but it's just a matter of how much life will the Bears offensive line have against those two pass rushers. It's like Chicago Bears receivers against whomever is in the Chargers secondary, not named Derwin James, uh, potentially. Um, well, but no, yeah. you have Cole Komet to take Derwin James out of the equation. Oh, Come yeah. I mean, look, but if that that's how it goes. If like Der- Derwin James is caught up on Cole Komet, oh, hell yeah. I will take that. Um, <laughs> I hate the matchup of whomever Khalil Mack is going up against. I hate it a lot. Sounds like a Sounds like a really bad time. Absolutely a lot. Um, I would change on on the defensive side of the ball. I I would they have been getting better production out of out of their front, out of their blitzes, all of that. This is something that that I, I think we've we've all been looking for. I want to see a little bit more of I saw it for, for at least one snap. Where Gervin Dexter, where senior, I should say, Dexter senior, senior yeah. is playing the one technique and swallows up a couple of blockers while Zach Pickens beats a guard across his face and runs down a play from the backside as a three technique. Can we see more of that? I mean, I, I like, I like what Dexter Senior has started to become as just a straight up brute strength three technique, just using the gifts that he has. I, I think if you're going to play him with that second unit, you're going to play him alongside Zach Pickens as they like to do. I want to see that be a one technique and Zach Pickens play a three technique because Zach Pickens can't take on double teams, but he can beat you across your face. You know? Yes. And so, and, and, and but I this is how they should have been. I got to give that, some credit that, to Justin Jones, man. Can I just do Yeah, that Justin Jones, I was, I'm with you because I was ragging on him all end of off season and early in this season. And he's come alive the last couple of weeks, like, and played really well by his standards. Yeah. I, I mean, basically I, I'm just like, I look at it. Like, what do you do here? What do you do? 
It's um, like the Bobs in Office Space. <laughs> and I don't know. The brother's been playing. The brother has been playing some decent football, and he does he deserves to celebrate it up. But once again, want to see more of of my man Dexter Senior because he is just like he's he's a beast, and I think that he's getting more and more comfortable. Um, so more of that. I'm I'm with you. Um, I really didn't have a rehabilitated. Like I, I. I don't know what it is about this bears and like, and like coaching regimes that just refuse to let guys stay on one side of the offensive line. They just love shuffling it around. I would love for them to just stop that, but I know it's not going to happen. So that would be my rehabilitated if I trusted them to actually do it, but I don't. So I digress and I'll just say piggyback on yours and say, yeah, let's do that. Uh, easy enough. Uh, so this game actually opened at a with the Chargers at minus ten and a half, yeah, to start last Sunday, the line has since moved down to. I'm looking right here per Chargers wire, um, to minus eight and a half. So that means people were hammering the Bears to cover, and kind of makes sense when you factor in the Chargers have not been good. The Bears have been playing their best football the last two of the last three weeks, like. I mean, I guess um, where I'm going with this is, what is your prediction for this game? Do the Bears cover that spread? Do the Chargers cover? Or do the Bears just outright win on a money line? What do you think? Uh, you're making this difficult for me, okay? Because... <laughs> it's not supposed to be easy. You got me on my soapbox about Justin Fields earlier. No, no, you... it, it's true. Turnabout <laughs> is fair play. One ill turn deserves another. My how the turns have tabled. I think... The Chargers will will cover late. I think that it will be close for longer than people expect. And then this might be the time where a mistake gets made. And the Chargers are able to capitalize and, and go up by two scores and win the game. But I do feel like this shapes up to be an opportunity for the Bears to be more competitive than people think. Um, I've been kind of, I've been feeling that way for a while. Um, some, I still can't bring myself to say that they're going to win the game. I think that's a little <laughs> bit too hard for me because that's I rich. think that look at the circumstances in which they, in which the chargers lost the last couple of games. Like, look, you can look at them and say, yeah, they're, they're two and four, just like the bears. And, and they've got, you know, some bad ish team tendencies and Justin Herbert hasn't taken the step that you like. And the bears defense has been improved. And I think that it's probably going to shape up where I don't know that the Chargers go off like, say, the Chiefs did or something like that. I think it can be a little bit tougher. But mm -hmm. on the other side of the ball, I mean, Dak Prescott made plays to win that game against against the Cow you know, with, with the Cowboys and the Chargers. He made plays late to win that game. Mm -hmm. And then they lost to Patrick Mahomes, which is like... <laughs> I mean, six other teams have lost to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs this year in seven games. So, did I you, mean, okay, I, I don't mean to cut. Did you see that Patrick Mahomes stat where he's the first quarterback in NFL history to have three, four, three th 30 plus completion yard games that have gone for 400 yards at 75 plus percent oh completion God. percentage? Like, he's, play, he's, he's playing on. He's a mutant. He's a mutant. 
He's playing on rookie mode with a 34 year old tight end who, by the way, is still still killing. I mean, let let's not act like let's not act like the dude like you know Travis Kelsey isn't killing. But then what are his other receivers? Right, Sky Moore, whom I know I know you're a Sky Moore they, guy. I know you love. I know no, you love your Sky no, Moore. No, I'm not. <laughs> you, I thought you were a Sky Moore guy. No, um, I'm the Nicole Hardman guy. Get it well, right. Yeah, and now and now they got your boy and back. Nicole's now back. They got your boy back. <laughs> But I think I like Sky Moore and Miko Hardman and Rashi Rice, who's better than could, I thought he was going to be. Could, could Darius right and like Justin Watson, like those are your wide receivers. None of those guys are are like exactly tearing it up. And Mahomes is still just like, yeah, I'm still the best quarterback in football, not named Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh, well, that that is you want to talk about my music? That is my music right there. Don't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you all right now, do not allow Lamar Jackson to win a Super Bowl because I will be absolutely insufferable. They will I have think to, you they, and I are going to be one two on that social right media if if Lamar Jackson wins a Super Bowl, because I am going to I'm going to collect every freaking receipt. I think I even texted you after he got his money this offseason. Like, I cannot wait for the Lamar Jackson FU tour. Oh, yeah. This is great. And Todd yes. Munkin seems to be settling back in as a play caller in the NFL. You know what? We're 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 going way off the rails. It's not a this isn't a yeah, Baltimore yeah. No, we got Ravens we gotta wrap podcast. this up. We gotta wrap this up. But the, the, we knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> you know, it's a given. And you get two you get dad goes away and all of a sudden you got a problem. Um we'll finish up with we did the bold, the uh the predictions or the uh, the prediction for the game. Uh what's a bold take you have for this game? Hmm. Bold take for this game. Let's see. I'm trying to think if I want it to be offense or defense. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spit. DJ Moore over a hundred yards. Ooh. I mean, which wouldn't sound how like many, like a super bold prediction, but again, I'm saying this with Tyson Bajan as your quarterback. Okay. How far is the farthest completion in the air? <laughs> Over under 12 and a half yards. Over. over. I'm a, okay. So okay. Let, let me, let me, yards. let me, let me Got say it. in the air, 21 yards. You're out of your damn fool mind. <laughs> they said, look, look, they're over here. Oh, you know, there was more in the playbook that uh, Tyson Bajan could have done. I want to see it. I want you know. I got a cannon. So I, Let's see your freaking cannon. Let's go. Okay, I was actually about to. Add, I didn't hear Tyson or see it, much of his press conference. Someone said he he said that he has a rifle or a cannon. He said he's got a cannon. He said he has a. Then cannon. why did your coach bench you at halftime before the throw? <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, I don't so, have anything to say to this. <laughs> what about you? Bold prediction. Bold prediction. Um, God, I, I know it's supposed to be for the Bears, but I feel like I, it's not even that. I feel like Khalil Mack is going to have that revenge factor to him. And I just think he's going to be living in that backfield and just ripping Tyson Bajan to the ground. But I can't say that because it's a Bears show, damn it. Um, Deontay, but, but hey, gonna... can can he can he kill Tyson Bajan if Tyson Bajan's throwing the ball in 1.5 seconds? <laughs> Probably not. No, it'd be very. I mean, depends. Is Larry Borum one on one on him? <laughs> um, but to answer your question, uh, 
we're going to get another two score game from Deontay Foreman. Let's go. Deontay Foreman is like, I loved Roshan coming out of Texas and I think he's going to be a long-term part of the running back room. I don't know that Deontay Foreman will be here past this one season with beyond the one year, what $3 million deal, whatever it was. But I just love running backs. Like I loved Marion Barber. I loved the guy Mo Ibrahim out of you know Minnesota yeah. came out this year. This style of it, I mean, it's probably because it's the style I grew up just loving to watch. So it's just it's always going to hold like a special place in my heart. But Deontay Foreman is just a joy to watch play football, and and specifically, he's not a good blocker. He's not a good receiver. He is really really good at the one thing he's really really good at which is stick ball and belly run forward. Yes. Yes, exactly. Just and 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 just again, angry runs. He's got the scepter. He's got the Kyle Brandt scepter, the 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 scepter of approval. I mean, let's do it again. Do it That's again. That's what you're here for, Absolutely. buddy. And maybe we'll see Here's another super bold prediction. In a one-on-one matchup, Cole Komet's going to actually lose Derwin James in coverage. He's going to put a move on him and get free. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's giving me like uh, Tom Brady on Brian Urlacher vibes. Urlacher vibes, yep. (laughs) He's just going to put a move on him. So so It's going to be like a stop and go like up the seam or something like that. And Derwin's going to like fall to the ground like his knee's going to like go in in the wrong direction. And, and And Cole Komet you know, it's going to have to come back to the ball because Tyson Bajan's going to over like underthrow him. And so he won't score a touchdown. It's the short old white dude who comes to run five on fives with a bunch of 20 and 30 year olds. And he's got one move, which is the eyebrow fake into the pull up, but everyone keeps falling for it. Yes. And yes. He's, and you he's, think you, Cause you think you're going to beat it. And then, and then the, right, next thing, the next thing you know, you're up in the air, like like two feet in the air, and homie's going for a, for a layup and, on you and, or something. And he and he's at the nail, just hitting the same shot over yes. and over again. Yes, there we go. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the Cole commit, or or he's gonna hit him on a on a crossing route and just be like too big. I don't know, man. Do, do we remember what Derwin James did snatching the soul from Travis Kelsey? Yeah, but you know, Tra- Travis Travis Kelsey wasn't a you know. Uh, mid Midwest born, you know, six six, corn fed, you know, whatever from like Barrington, Illinois, or wherever he's I from. Hate you. I hate you. All right, Kyrie. Before we head out of here, what you got on the agenda for tonight? Um, Just hanging out with the wife and kid. I'm I'm gonna be not putting my kid to sleep tonight because I've done it for the last three days in a row and I did it all last week my while my wife was gone so I'm gonna not do that uh, I'm a chill <laughs> um, I had myself a little Bacardi and Coke little Cuba Libre while we were you know doing the show maybe I'll have Wake myself up, my another friend. one How about you oh, Gonna hang out with the wife and the dog and uh, I'll probably throw on the Bulls season opener tonight I I, I look yeah. basketball is like the one sport I allowed myself to completely like meatball out on in the moment like football i've just got i've become a little detached from in terms of that where like it's much more analysis and yes i want the bears to win but i refuse to let them ruin my sundays anymore perfect that's part of growing up 
the bulls just won't allow me to grow up because there's something in my brain that just will not separate it. Because they're the only franchise that we grew up with that won. (laughs) So, so it's like you, you find yourself thinking like, Oh yeah, like you're, you're going to, you're going to win eventually again. Right. And 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 there's, we're all going to fall for it. There's going to be like the run of DeMar DeRozan 30 point games where he's hitting contested 18 footers. Yeah. And we're all like, here, he's back. The King of the fourth is back and we're going to do it again. And they're going to get bitch slapped out in the play in. And it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But I mean, you're again, I, I don't know if it's the uniforms or it's the United Center or the intro. I mean, even they changed the intro and, and, and stuff like that. I, I don't know what it is, but there's something about seeing the Chicago Bulls play basketball. It just like somehow takes you back to, oh, yeah, man. Do you remember like game five or like the 1997 NBA finals or something? And, and, and it's just like. Yeah, I do remember that. I watched all that, and that was however many years ago? 20? And I was I was six. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, we're 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 really not there anymore. So it's almost 30 years ago. Uh so so like, yeah, they're they're not like that. But I'll tell you what, it does take me back to those first couple of years of college when Derek Rose was there. And uh, that was yeah. must see every single Got night because I was at University of Chicago and we had like the basic cable downstairs in the lounge. And so it'd be like we get WGN. So, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was hijacking that TV when the games were on WGN. Oh, man, I I would hijack the, the lobby TVs or the suite TVs in our dorms at SIU and I would just watch them. Cause, and we all have that team like that you remember that really like the nineties bulls, like you and I are of the same age group. Like I remember them. I don't appreciate them like I should, because I was too little to really understand it. But like the baby bulls era with like Heinrich and Gordon and dang and yeah. Duhon and Nochioni, like those teams were fun. Cause they worked their ass off to be mediocre yes. and they were never going to win anything. But for some reason, I love those teams. And now the Bulls are talented, but flawed. Yeah. I mean, look, who doesn't love, who doesn't love an underdog that, you know, deep down in your heart probably isn't that good, but you desperately want to believe that somehow they could (laughs) potentially be great and screw all those really talented players that haven't gotten you anywhere. We want to go with the scrappy underdog. Am I still talking about the bulls? I, you know, I don't think so. Are you, are you projecting Kyrie? I feel like you're projecting. Well, if you know me, you know that uh, that is the opposite of what I think. Talent wins, baby. Talent wins. All right, let's get out of here, Kyrie. Let's go enjoy our night. Absolutely. Thank you so much, my friend. Yeah, we'll be chopping it up more. Oh, we will. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit MethodProducts.com to unleash your inner shower. 
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.